So they come out. We've got Bama 1, Clemson 2, Ohio State at 3, mm-hmm. and Notre Dame, who got shellacked here. Notre Dame fighting Irish fall to number 4. That's the Final Four. Very predictable Final Four, mm-hmm. but that's what we end up you with. You knew exactly where the yeah. committee is going to go, right? Yeah. Every year, this committee is enthralled with Ohio State. We'll talk about Notre Dame and Ohio State coming up, but really, you look at Notre Dame and Ohio State being in it, it really is a moot point because this is the Clemson-Alabama Invitational. As always, that's what this is, Nick. These two programs continue to be better than everybody else. Uh, these are the two programs that are par excellence. These are the two programs everybody's trying to catch but cannot do it. I know LSU um, came through last year, but when you're talking about the other teams, in the end, it's fun to talk about is should should Notre Dame have gotten in, Ohio State, should Cincinnati have been there, Texas A&M, Oklahoma. In the end, now we're going to talk about that and debate yeah. that, but it really doesn't matter, Nick. No, it doesn't because those two programs are head and shoulders above everybody else. Alabama opens up as the largest favorite in college football playoff it history be over Notre Dame. What is it? What is the line? 19. It should be 50. It's it should 19. be it should be at least 45-50. That's where it should be because Alabama is going to boat race Notre Dame. But again, you you could just see it even though Alabama was pushed by the Florida Gators. They were. Florida they could really have won that were. game. They very well could have. And 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 I think they're still scoring in Atlanta. What was it like, fifty-two to forty-six, something yeah. like that? What um, happened to defense in the SEC? It's gone. Boy, I tell you what, and, and, and that Bama defense is actually been pretty good this year. Everybody's talking about how bad the Florida Gator uh, defense is. Alabama just gave up forty-six to they Florida. Did. Yeah, okay, they let's did. Keep that in mind. Now, Bama's defense has played really well since the first three games of the season. Right. But I'm telling you, man, that Florida Gator offense, to me, is the best offense in the nation. Playmakers all over mm-hmm. the place. And now you're going to have to replace guys like Kyle Trask and Kyle Pitts and 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 Tony as well, Kadarius Tony. I mean, there are a lot of playmakers to replace if you're Dan Mullen. Yeah, I want to get to the rest of the playoff discussion yeah. here. I, f- I, I don't know if this will go down this way, but I think Florida Gator fans will look back at this season at a real missed opportunity. Because the way that you played Alabama, yep. what I have not heard discussed is the way they played Alabama on Saturday. If you take care of business against Texas A&M, and I mean don't fumble in the final minutes of the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. kick a field goal and win, and just beat LSU, yeah. you're in over Notre you're Dame. In. You're in. No you're doubt. in. A close no loss to Alabama after, you know, instead of a Notre Dame team, you're in. And, and I, every I, that's year tough. at this time, we talk we about the eye test, right? Yes. And it's my personal eye test. If if I were to go on my personal eye test, Ooh, I like top this. four teams. So this is your top four peeper team. Yeah. What's yeah, Scott and exactly. peeper without, say? Without regard to record. Right. Okay. My personal eye test, Alabama one, Clemson two. Those two are obvious. Uh, three would be Ohio State, and four would be the Florida Gators. Okay, that would be my personal eye wow. test. Now, let's talk a little bit about Ohio State. All right, let's get okay. into Ohio State. Was not impressed with them in that Northwestern Not game. overly impressed. I think that has more to do with how good Northwestern has been this Pat year. More to Can do. the Bears get him finally? I, <laughs> He's in gonna, the mix. He's, He's going to be in the mix. Really? I didn't hear that. Uh, there are rumors that if the Bears fire Matt Nagy, that Pat, they, they've called Pat Fitzgerald a few times. He does more with less than yep. any other coach in the country, mm-hmm. I mean, his teams constantly are are right there competing. So, look, I expected the committee to do what they did on Sunday. I expected Bama, Clemson, Ohio State, Notre Dame. The only real problem I have, and we'll talk about Notre Dame coming up because it's the you same old Brian happen. Kelly team versus an elite program. Um, they they got absolutely shellacked the other day. But 
Um, during the election season, right? It was it was it was common to say elections have consequences, right? We heard that from President Obama a of number course. of years ago to John McCain. Elections have consequences, and I do believe that decisions in life have consequences. And the decision that the Big Ten Conference made at the start of this season, Nick, to postpone and maybe just cancel the entire football season should have had consequences on Ohio State. It didn't, it, But it should have. It should have. Ohio State, with six games under their belts, should not be in the playoff. It's an absolute joke. Forget about what I said about the eye test. It, it should go more. It, it should have to do more about your entire look, your schedule, the eye test, so forth and so on. And I get it. During a pandemic year, it's it's a very difficult year to make decisions like this. I understand that. But they play six games and they're in. That's ridiculous. What did Dan Mullen say after the loss to LSU? Maybe we should just play less games. You get rewarded for playing exactly, fewer games. Exactly. Exactly. Even uh, Dabo Sweeney had him listed as number 11 on, on his, his list. On his coach's poll. On his right. coach's poll. And, that, right. and, and that's Dabo making a statement there, no too, doubt. where it's this team hasn't played enough teams. We don't know how good they are, and now they're going to get Ohio State in this first right, game Right, right. So, so if you're the Big Ten and the Pac-12, Okay, and you're looking at the beginning of this season, you're looking at the SEC and the Big 12 and the ACC. Those three conferences I just mentioned made a bold decision to go ahead with their seasons. They made a very bold decision. Mm -hmm. They went for it. And all of a sudden here, a few weeks into their season, the Big Big 10 and the Pac-12 are going, oh, wait a minute now. You know what? We're going to change our minds midstream here. They kind of joined the marathon after 13 miles and then at the end said, well, we won, right? Exactly. We won, right? We, we exactly, should, we should be included analogy. in the winner's circle here, that's right? That's a great analogy. You're joining basically halfway in Ohio State with six games and they make the playoff? It's absurd. It's absolutely absurd. If I'm Jimbo Fisher in Texas A&M, I have a major, major beef on my hands with the way this thing was done. I totally agree. I think if you're Cincinnati, you have a beef, albeit as a group of five team where they've been placed in these rankings. Florida, you lost the game that you needed to win, and that was LSU. And I I just, you are right about that. You look at Texas, you look at, at Ohio State. Ohio State is being rewarded for previous seasons, not this season. Absolutely. They it have shouldn't not, be that way. Nick. Right. It should not be that way. They haven't looked apart, really, in four of their six games. They have two wins over ranked teams. They almost blew the game against Indiana. And as I said, they kind of sleptwalked their way through that Northwestern game. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I just, I, I'm right there with you. You're right. It, it, it doesn't quite feel like a complete resume. And here we are, the final four that we all knew that we were going to have. And that's why I haven't entertained any discussion of AM getting in because right. you knew where we were going right. to be. Why should Ohio State, who made the decision, along yes. with the Big Ten Conference, not to play football basically this year? And then all of a sudden, well, you know, it seems to be going pretty well with the Big 12 and the ACC and the SEC. Guess what? We're going to get in midstream. It doesn't work that way. No, mission accomplished, by the way, for Ohio State, because the only reason why the Big Ten came back was because Ohio State said, we're going to come back and play football because we want to try to make the playoff. And yeah. that's mission accomplished. Well, look, uh, Texas A&M, Cincinnati, uh, Oklahoma, uh, the conferences, even the American decided to be bold and start this season. They should be rewarded for that. They should be rewarded. Instead, you put Ohio State in. It's the same old college football playoff committee um, they're infatuated with Ohio State each and every year. I do believe they have the talent. If you're talking about eye test, they have the talent on my personal eye test chart to make the Final Four. But 
Um, they should not have gotten in because of the six games. Texas A&M has every right to be hacked off. Yeah, I think they should be too, and they have one of the best wins of any team left out, and that is over that Florida team. Scott Inez with us, host of the Inez Says Podcast. You can find it in the WDBO podcast. Just click On Demand right here on Live Local Loud. Okay, uh, Notre Dame. I, I can't wait. When we sat down and you said you've got a bone to pick with mm. Notre Dame, um, unexpected way that game played oh, out. Oh, no. Not, not for me. you, huh? No, I, look, I saw I, the final score. I did not expect a butt whooping like that. They could have beaten them by 80. Clemson could have beaten Notre Dame by 80. That, this was the very first time, Nick, that I was actually hoping that Notre Dame would not get into the college football playoff. It's going to happen again, too. You're going to get Alabama. They they will get boat raced. I feel bad for Brian Kelly because at least he's making the playoff, but he's going to get his his behind beat again. Every single time. I'm so sick and tired of this team under Brian Kelly going up against the big boys and getting their doors blown in. Look, Brian Kelly has a great record, and Mm -hmm. will go down as as one of the great Notre Dame coaches of all time. You look at the record. I mean, there's no arguing with it. But he's not been able to do what other great Notre Dame coaches have done, i.e. Era Parsegian, Lou Holtz, and that is win a big game against an elite team. And as a matter of fact, he has cowered. His teams have cowered against elite teams. All I'm asking as a Notre Dame fan is to go what Florida did against Alabama the other night. I'm not asking to win the game. Just go blow by blow. I, exactly. Just Hagler Hearns. Yeah. Throw hands. Just, just get just get after them. Just go out and compete. I had thought originally after Notre Dame beat Clemson during the regular season, by the way, without three or four of their best players, mm-hmm. I had thought that that was an inflection point. <coughs> I had thought that that was an inflection point for the Notre Dame program under Brian Kelly. I was wrong. I was totally wrong because Notre Dame came out and did what they usually do against elite teams. They cowered in the corner and sucked their thumbs. That's exactly what they did. So book it now. Forget about the 19 point. Ian book it. Ian book it right now. And and look, look, that's part of the problem. He's got nobody to throw to. There's no speed on the outside mm-hmm. for Notre Dame. You're built They've like a Big Ten very team. Good, you're exactly right. There is no speed on the outside. I can't blame Ian Book for what occurred on Saturday uh, night there in Charlotte. But Notre Dame book it will lose by 40 against Alabama. It's men against boys. I'm sorry to say it is a Notre Dame team, but I'm, I am I have to call it like it is. Well, we really could have used the BCS system this year because, to me, it really is two teams, and this is how yep. we started this conversation. It's Bama, it's Clemson. It We're going to see it for what? Is it the third time in four years and the fourth time in yeah. s- five or six years? Yeah. Yeah, right, because we right. had two, we had two Deshaun Watson games. Right, we've got this one like third time in four years. There's, there, well, sounds there's, right. It's yeah. Not, I mean, they're there every year. Let's yeah. put it that way. They're there every year. And let me tell you this: if 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 you're Cincinnati right now, if you're UCF, if you're your USF Bulls, and you're looking at this it's time thing for going, a group of five playoff. I mean, come on. It's time for a group I mean, of five playoffs. I've never playoff. been a big fan of for that. For the first but time something ever. Something has to be done here. The media elite is coming around. I saw national college football writers tweeting over the weekend. Did you? Hey, group of five playoffs. Is that right? Sell it to a network. Yeah. Hey, welcome to the conversation, guys. I feel badly for Cincinnati, but we in Orlando especially knew what was going to happen with yeah. these guys. You know, we, we already knew. Love and their even bowl if, matchup. Even if Cincinnati, who are they playing in the bowl game? Georgia. Okay, I like that. I like, I like that. that a lot. I like it's eight versus nine. Yeah. And by the way, Cincinnati, you beat Georgia. Yeah. You claim that, Natty. <laughs> you yeah, go ahead. They may. 
may. Coastal, uh, you coastal, you beat Liberty. They may. The, by the way, the bowl committees put Coastal up against Liberty on purpose. They yes. did that so yes. they didn't beat a big dog. No doubt. Cincy, you no beat doubt. Georgia. You claim that now. Yeah. But but look, even if Cincinnati had played 11, 12, 13 games, the committee would have found a way. Yes. To prevent them from going to the playoff. It's you just the way no, it is. You have as much chance as a group of five school to make the playoff as I do getting a date with Kate Upton. Zero. So Less you're than zero. saying there's a chance. I could win the lottery. <laughs> I could maybe win the lottery and then a meteor could hit the earth and every man would be killed. And you're, maybe. Look, you're right. There is no way. There's no pathway for the American to ever um, get into the playoff. And you can, you can cry... All you want, if you're Mike Oresco, the conference commissioner, about not, you know, being an unfair, so forth and so forth. We've already known it was unfair. Look at UCF over the last number of years. Nobody's listening to Mike Oresco, and nobody cares. The Power Five took their ball a number of years ago, and they went home, leaving schools like Cincinnati and UCF and USF out in the cold. The only answer is is to bang on the Power Five's door to try to get into that select fraternity. And I hope for UCF's sake one day the ACC or the Big 12 comes a-calling, but I don't see it happening in the near future. You're basically stuck, Nick. Yeah, and this was really the first time that I saw some of the national college football writers. And and it means something to me that people at ESPN were talking about this because ESPN owns this thing. Mm -hmm. Um, In the seven years of the college football playoff, the predictability of it, Mm. 28 berths have been filled by 11 programs. Yeah. I mean, Ivan Mizell of ESPN wrote, hey – um." 28 births filled by 11 programs, not healthy for the sport. I Is the playoff good for college football? That's like, a I mean, very good question. We're seven years in. I just think I think it's just a question to ask, and I don't know if I have the answer. But has it been good for college football? I, I don't think it's been good for college football coaches. I mm-hmm. don't think it's been good for college football fan bases because the expectation now is we should be in – the uh, we should be in the playoff. That's mm-hmm. it. If you're not in the playoff, it's a failure of a season. I don't think it's been good for the other bowl games because those no longer matter. I don't think it's necessarily been good for the regular season outside mm. of a handful of programs. Yeah, it hasn't been good for the group of five. Yeah. Um. And if I'm going to get some iteration of Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and fill in the blank team, Oklahoma or someone, mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm really watching, as you said, the Alabama Clemson Invitational yeah. every year, and part of that has to do with other programs. Yeah, do better. Yeah, but when an A and M has the kind of season that they had, where they are deserving to get in, I would almost rather the committee say Notre Dame just lost by thirty. Why don't we put a team in that hasn't been there in mm-hmm. close resume? Tie goes to the fresh blood. Yes, maybe. I, I don't know. I no. I agree with that. I, I don't. Wow, that that's that's tough, Nick, because I think the timing of the college football playoff has gotten you to where mm-hmm. there really have been two teams that have been dominant, right? right? And we all know that sports is cyclical somewhat. College football, look, the powers that be own that sport. We all know that. But when Nick Saban leaves Alabama, gosh forbid, when Nick Saban leaves Alabama, when Dabo Sweeney leaves for the New York Jets this year— <laughs> I doubt oh, that. Jacksonville. Hold on. Oh, maybe, maybe even Jacksonville. Jack's That's right. moved into That's the pro right. spot now. Right. Easy now. Yeah. He's ours. Way to go, Jets. Way to beat the Rams yesterday in L.A. But it it, it all becomes cyclical. So, man, it, it'd be hard for me to say that the college football playoff has been a complete disaster. But I, I wish 
year in and year out what the the playoff committee would do instead of looking at eye test more than anything else. Mm-hmm. How about looking at total resume here? Yeah. Look at the total resume. And when you look at the total resume of Ohio State, you're playing a conference that didn't want to play at the start of the season. You only mm-hmm. played six games. And then you look at Texas A&M, their only loss was to Alabama, and you win seven straight to end the season. If there was ever a year, you make a tremendous point, if there was ever a year to look at Ohio State and say, hey, you went 6-0, and but you don't have the resume. Sorry. And even look at Notre Dame. Hey, the way that you lost that game to end the season. Yeah. If the committee would have put A&M and Cincinnati in there, and they're never going to put Cincinnati in, but like, let's just for a moment, you put them in, a lot of this conversation is, okay, maybe, maybe, Maybe we could see something special this year. I don't know, even though we are going to see Alabama and Clemson. Look, I don't know what the answer is. I've said a number of years now the college football playoff should go to eight teams. Still, in in this era, when you have two programs that are so dominant, would eight teams be the answer? Would we even be watching uh, those, those, those quarterfinals, knowing that Clemson and Alabama are going to eventually meet in the mm-hmm. final? I don't know the answer to that question. To me, it's always about college football, wanting more, having more college football. But I don't necessarily think that that may be the way to go in the future here. And maybe... Maybe this is all, maybe just to answer my question, maybe this is all good because the controversy is good for the sport. We're sitting here, we're talking about it, right? The conversation, so much of college football's branding has been the arguments Monday, you know, Sunday through Friday leading into Saturday is my team better than yours, is your team better than mine, the rivalries. Maybe that's just what's good. College football is never going to be college basketball. Right. Right. We all love the NCAA tournament. 68 Is it still 68? 68 teams get into the tournament for now. And we're all looking forward to those upsets in the early rounds. College basketball will never be college football. There have always been dominant teams in college football. And you can only play 11, 12, 13 games in the regular season. That's it. So I understand the differences um, but I do wonder, I do wonder if the CFP has been good for college football. 